Windmill, windmill for the land Turn forever hand in hand Take it all in on your stride It is ticking falling down Love forever, love is freely Turn forever, you and me Windmill, windmill for the land Is everybody in Laughing gas, these hazmats Fast cats, lining them up like ass cracks Play these ponies at the track It's my chocolate attack Shit, I'm stepping in all of this year yeah, maybe you're a call, but harder this year. Now watch me as I gravitate. <laughs> we're going to Ghost Town. It's Motown. Town. And we're going to stop on Motown because we from Detroit. What's up, everybody? Welcome place. to episode 49 of the Particle Sons podcast. We get it in. I am Lance, uh, Mr. Spread Love, actor extraordinaire, damn it. <laughs> and I am um, chilling with my brother, who is the hero while I'm the villain, give it up for Brandon LL Cool J. Is there a nickname for me? BB. Um, there's um, Bubba or Brubra is mine. Um, now, if you're like joking nicknames, there could be all types. I you didn't mention BJ, mm-hmm. which is. Which are I don't chill. prefer. Yeah, my kids call you that off of strength of you wanting them to call you that. Me wanting you called that. Yeah, I didn't start that. I you definitely I started that. How did I start? You definitely that? started to be. How did I start that? You named yourself like mom named herself. Every like dad named himself. Everybody BJ? named herself. You 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 started that. I branded Zoe. that. You did. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It's Uncle Blowjob. Every time I hear it. Every time I hear it. Yeah, man. But we are on episode 49, and nicknames aside, um, I do want to say um, it's glad to be in person. It's glad to have their carpet, y'all. Brandon is, like, turning his garage into a studio, so he put, like, this carpet in his garage, and it is so comfortable. So comfortable. It's like the foundation of a man cave. Yeah, it feels it feels right. Every everyone's a big fan, including Carter. He loves coming out here and falling on it on purpose, and just he says like specifically, "Oh, it's the carpet." <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I have my shoes off right now, you all. I normally oh, so don't funny. wear socks, but like I have my shoes off and just really getting the the feeling sense. Yeah, I am uh, about to embark on a journey. Uh, in which I will need a permanent office, and we're trying to convert this thing into a studio. You know, I got some uh, garage insulation. I uh, got about 48 uh, phone panels. Uh, my desk, my standing desk is here. Uh, I don't have a chair, but I have a, a mat that's coming. Um, you need to get one of those. I need to get like a. I need to get like a. Uh, this place is missing a futon. Yeah, no, I feel like futon is like sleep. If it's a, if it's a workspace, <laughs> you need to like be up. You need one of those little kneeling. Have you seen those like prayer kneeling? Um, it's like a chair, but it's not. It's like literally just a stoop where you kind of like put one knee up like an ostrich 
kind of rest that leg and then you rest the other leg. <laughs> and I can barely picture it. You can barely picture it? I barely picture what you're describing. Um Catholicism, right? They got the little they got the little the little oh, things like, where people I mean, kneel at, right? Yeah, I mean in, a, in church, yeah. Yeah, imagine like a, a bigger one. Not a pew. It's not a pew, because they'd be kneeling. What are those things called? Uh kneelers. I gotta ask Michelle. Gotta, gotta ask be called something they gotta be called something. I'm thinking kickstands, but they can't be that. Mm. That's what they kind of. I mean, that's what they things. feel like. Yeah. Like, but anyways, they got. Oh. We got those. Where? What are you talking about? Um, like for your job. You know what I mean? Like, like instead of uh, the bouncy ball that you sit on, or like a stool that's not really a stool, they got the little kneeling bench that you can put a mm. put a knee up. It's like cushion. Feel me? You can put both knees up there. If you like a little kid, you like. I that. still think I need a picture. I, I, I appreciate the extra context, mm-hmm. but I still think I need a picture. I have uh, the mat I have has one of those like massage football things in it mm. at the be- in the middle, mm. and like, like little stand on? things on the side, and it's supposed to like help stimulate like not falling asleep because you're like always oh, like fidgeting mm. with something. There's like a massage ball on it. Mm. Um, Capitalism is terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. I just, I just really need to say that, like the fact that there is oh a market gosh. for things to make you more comfortable while you're working, is just, it's, hey, it's like, it's like I mean, the, it's like the, it's like patenting uh, work songs, like slave work songs that you like. We, we use these to uh, to improve efficiency. We turn them into like bouncy balls or exercise balls that you sit on. It's all about ease and access. Mm. And yeah, like the lack of effort or effort is expensive. Mm. So it's like if you can pay for someone to go get you your Taco Bell order Mm. in an even more specific way than you ever thought you would ever want, Mm. but you see the options there on the menu Mm. on your blankety blank or blankety blank food app. I mean, yeah. it, you're gonna you're gonna play it, pay that tax. Maybe I'm not speaking for everyone. Maybe I'm speaking specifically specifically to me. Maybe I'm telling them myself. You're speaking for Americans and it's all about the ease. Capitalist countries. It's all about the ease. Yeah, I mean, it is it, it is it is that. I it's, mean, it, it's, it sometimes is the is, juice right. is worth the squeeze. You mm-hmm. tell me I need to have Uncle Bonnie come uh, build my desk, but I'm really looking forward to putting it together, like nice. that type of shit. You know, yeah. we're like, yeah, I probably could pay somebody to. Come come do that, but yeah. I got the YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more satisfying. So I, I completely understand. Yeah. Like I, I YouTube videoed. Um, I was working on my '95 Tahoe um, myself. Shout out! Like you know, replacing batteries, replacing name? wires. Speaking of nicknames, did it have a name? Yeah, my money. <laughs> you named that truck the truck you got from Uncle Money after Uncle Money. Yeah. Cause it, cause it, cause it works sometimes. Sometimes it didn't work. It's like oh, when, it, when it started, it sounded real angry. Just uh, but, but it rolled so comfortably and smooth. This is like a a fraught, a, a fraught relationship. Smoked a lot. Oh my gosh! Uh, my mom told me today. My mom, our, our mother, told me today. <laughs> uh, she said, "I remember I told Uncle Mine he was mean, and he was just dumbfounded. He was like, what? 'What? I'm not mean.'" I'm like me, <laughs> mean. 
I was like, in what planet does mean exist for him? No, it, it's it's crazy. But on his planet, and if you go, if you visit, he's not. He's really not. He's one. He's I, the I, sweetest. I he's the that. mayor of that, like the yeah. sweetest. Oh, his own that, that little that little core sun. Vo- yeah, zone. man. In there, he, it just it, it's it's so beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. Um, Brandon, we have a lot. All right, we've been trying to get this podcast going for uh, oh, yeah. a few days now, right? That's probably time. And it's like, um, we we need to we we need to you know cover things. I have some bullet points. I know you have some bullet points. Some things bullet that we points. Want to talk about. I want to say early on in the episode, um, big 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 shout out to everybody that listens. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, I've point. been on podcasts where they're less. Um, concerned about their audience and they don't care um, to cater to you all and I'm, we're, I'm not saying we are going to cater to you at all but I'm saying like much love like I'm, I really appreciate y'all fucking with the content and by all means you know <laughs> drop a tweet I'm going to answer them, them bitches until I get an assistant who has to answer them for <laughs> me you know what I mean I'm going to I'm going to uh, it's I'll say I'll say the, no, I, I gotta start being more uh, responsive. I, I said, no, we gotta be more. You gotta be, you gotta be more accessible. Yeah, but 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 it's it, when it's your job, it, it just makes you less accessible. You know what I mean? So it's like you gotta, yeah. you gotta. You, we've already talked about like. Yeah, it's I gotta lean into it though. I'm, this this next do, venture, this next venture, I I need to. The reason I'm turning this thing into a studio is I need to lean into, uh, yeah, be more accessible. I think I'm, I'm, I'm. To be honest with myself, I, like I said, when I turned 32, mm. I had, uh, I would try to write down uh, 32 things that are hard for my myself, hard for me to admit to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm only like 13, mm-hmm. but one of them is I realize like I am afraid of uh, responding. Because I'm afraid of being, uh, like, taken a specific way. Like, I'm, like, hiding in silence versus, like, showing people who I actually am mm-hmm. because I don't want that to be rejected. Right. Because, like, I do feel like I, like Michelle said recently, she's like, you you just think in an interesting way. She's like, I, mm-hmm. no, I don't think anyone will ever put that together like that. Mm-hmm. And... Like, sometimes I feel like I don't know English. Have we talked about this? Like, I'm just, like, trying to... I remember, like, I'm trying to do my best. <laughs> we like... I feel like everybody has a better grasp on on, on, the, on the language than, than I do. Uh, there's a, a certain mathematics and, and, and formula to sen- sentence structure. Yeah. But we're doing... We, hey, I'm, Newmans are talented. Yeah, we are talented. We are very much so. We're going to find a way <laughs> when there isn't a way. Um, Brandon, this light to you. I don't know if you can yeah. like lean over and just p- please take it out my eye line. It is just really bothering me. Brandon just pushed it over like the bear he is. He didn't, he didn't uh. move it. He tried to touch it with his fingertips, and the motherfucker flew across the room. It would have broke, but it's plastic. Um, Brandon has always been a strong, he's always been a strong character. And what you hear in his, in what he just said, right, is just another example of that strength oh my God. and character. Um, Brandon, I want to say, like, 
it's okay. You don't. Like, that's what people need to understand. Like, the handle you got on the English language is, like, up to par, if not higher than everybody else's. Because really, really, everybody else has a problem with that as well. It's like, I've only navigated it because I'm a poet, and I... <laughs> And again, I tell you all the time. I just have never navigated it, but because you're a poet. Because I'm a Bro, poet. That was like, some Silver Shell Silverstein. Is that the? Yeah, that's the night in the attic light. Yeah, yeah, that cartoon. Okay, yeah, excuse me. Go, go, We're emo cartoons, man. Very, yeah. very Edward Norton. Not Edward Norton. It wasn't, the, but it looked. It looked like it. Anyway, um, because I'm a poet, like. I just know how to use different words and paint pictures, right? So simile and metaphor yeah. is my go-to when I'm trying to explain some shit to somebody. And you paint the picture with, like, metaphor and simile. But, like, I often forget the words, the perfect words that could, like, express what I feel in a certain thing, in a certain time. And I can never think of the words, so I just come up with something else, like navigate. So you got to handle. Yes, that's, that's why. That's why we on too though. And then, but, but I'll be flying at the seat of my pants. But also though, fuck them, BB. Like respond. That's a to good. People. That's a good way respond to think about to too. Respond to people, right? And, or yeah. like run it by me. I don't. You. You don't run trust me. You, you tell yeah. me. I got. You need an assistant. And I'm. I'm gonna run my stuff by you, Brandon. I am your ultimate defender. If anybody ever comes at Here's you, the thing. Like, Here's my problem. I would Here's my problem. Chance. Here's my problem. To clown them. Here's my problem. I would spend hours researching their Facebook and LinkedIn to talk shit about their weak ass job. Keep going. And they <laughs> like weak ass weak family. Ass job. I would like screenshot pictures of their family weak and post them. Job. Like, no, look at your wait, hunchback wait, of Notre Dame wait, wife. Wait, wait. Let's okay, bring this okay. back. Let's bring this back. Because okay. I was going to go somewhere with the weak ass job, but it brings me back to the, what you're talking about for capitalism. Like, I'm so excited about this next chapter of my life because mm -hmm. it's uh, challenging it's going to be whatever it's going to be and, and fulfilling in whatever way I can make it but also at the end of the day it's a cool job mm -hmm. but I hate that like I'm even pushed to like feel braggadocious for that because like everyone just has a job like mm -hmm. everyone has a fucking industry like every time you hear about a job damn near you're surprised and impressed that somebody's paying for that yep yep right hey but, you don't know the 12 other jobs that are surrounded around that job right but like me talking to uh 47 to 72 year olds mm -hmm. telling them I'm, I'm a podcaster they're just like like what are you saying magic man <laughs> What was that, Gypsy? <laughs> Look, it's just like, look at me like I have two heads. But it's like, I guess we are in a new industry where, like, that version of that would have been someone's local or national radio yeah. Yeah. in their, their yeah. time. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a disc jockey for WNBU out of Utah, you know, Springfield type <laughs> yeah. shit, right? It's like... Yeah. I'm the national correspondent in Maryland for WKKK Radio. Oh, they call me the Grand Wizard, but in I don't Maryland. like that name. Oh, man. But 
Keep going. You were talking about the job. You were talking about you don't want to. You got to lean into having a personality on Twitter and answering people. And you do, BB. Oh no, no, no. Here's the. Thank you for bringing it up. Because oh my gosh, we are linked up and synced up. It's almost like we're brothers. Mm. Um, (laughs) My biggest issue is when it's time for a big time tweet. Usually, Mm -hmm. when I get the chance to run it by someone. Mm They're always giving me notes for a V2. Mm-hmm. So I know my basic inclination. Is always right. Is, no. Is, is, is an, it needs editing. No. No, yes. sir. No, sir. Yes. Here's here's an here's example. Here's a okay. perfect example. I'm listening. Perfect example. I'm listening. Barstool experience. Yep. The Dave Portnoy tweet. Yep. He says, I, I support Moose who to who who quit the fact that I called I said he was uh, uh, irreplaceable is the thing that everyone at Barstow had an issue with mm-hmm. whatever I think that's about people mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. certain people certain energy certain ideas like mm-hmm. everyone's irreplaceable yeah yeah <laughs> right like yeah. what are you like what are you thinking yeah. so anyways I said that about Mooj he says this is the first time Brandon's made me laugh I tweet back at him Hey, everybody. I made Dave laugh without saying the N-word. Happy Independence Day. V1 of that would have gotten me fired. Like, I, I showed Michelle, and she was like, you can't say that. <laughs> so, I, But I don't even remember what it was. But it's been, like, times well, like quick. that. Or, like, I, you like there's you been like serious slip- situations where I've, like, I've, I've texted Mike Gullick Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a tweet. I was like, hey, draft. And he's like, eh. He's like, he said, he'll, he'll say, but your mentions. Right, and I was like, "Okay, all right, let me." What does that mean? And what is V one and V (laughs) two? Like, like, (laughs) like I draft a tweet with a specific word. Why is it V? That's just how I guess editors or producers are. You know why? Because you're when you're creating art or whatever, like you you export a final product. Yeah, but it's usually V one. What's the V1? Version 1. Okay. Version 1. Thank you. So every That's time all you, I needed. That's oh, so literally time, all okay, I needed. Oh, okay. So I every time you go back in, every time you go back in, it's then it's V2. Mm-hmm. If you export mm-hmm. the next year, mm-hmm. that's all. Yeah. I'm here. I got lingo so caught up. I, I'm sorry. I, lingo I caught didn't up. Even, I'm so into the fucking. I'm, uh, you are. Tech, You're into the lingo. I'm, I love it. That I, did, great, that I didn't even. And it's a great way for us to learn, right? It's a great way for us to learn. It could be like, you could be like. Your boss comes and says, hey, um, you sold this doll's uh, finger in the wrong spot, right? And you could be like, my fault. My fault. That was V1. I got, I got your V2. I got your V2. And then the boss be like, what are you talking about? I'm already, I'm already working on V2. That's the thing I'm you say. Like, like, this, I'm, some already like, I'm already working on V2, actually. I, nice. I, I, I listened back to it, and I was like, you know, nice. we didn't need, we didn't need uh, Chunk... Uh, eight thirty nine to to fifteen twenty. Yeah. It just was it wasn't necessary. It got so, us in trouble. So BB, what I'm gonna tell up. you is the unlock. This is the secret. All right, this is the unlock code of what you're going through. All right, okay. because I've never, I've always gone with V1. I've literally always gone with V1. Never, never have I veered from V1. V1 has always been my really? go to, and I've never asked for 
like critique, mm. right? Like I've never like it's been offered sometimes. This I know I've been talking a lot, but this mm. goes back to our childhood, right? When you never let mom read one of your papers right. before you turned it in, right. and I always asked for notes. Yes, I always asked. You always asked mom for notes, and I yeah. wanted to impress. I wanted to shock or impress. <laughs> like that was my goal <laughs> with like my V one, and <laughs> like. I would turn it in. I would get a good grade, and then it would impress. You know, mom would be like, "What?" She would always be like, "What is going on? Like, how are you writing this stuff? Like, where are you coming up with this?" And I used to revel in that. I used to like really like ah, or or it'd be some bad. It'd be like, Lance, you can't say this in your personal narrative. Like, you can't <laughs> use that word. Those uh, words, right? But it's like. Fine, fine. I'll let you know. I'll let the world correct me, and it's a correcting moment for everybody. Everybody involved. (laughs) Me, like anybody following my story. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Brandon is drinking shit, and he's gonna have. We're gonna have a spit take, and it's gonna be this. We're not even uh, filming episode forty nine because there's some format Brandon said changed about the fucking (laughs) iPad. So like. We're doing um, a, a video list, but if Brandon keeps drinking his water, the way this podcast is going, I'm getting a spit take out this mug. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that. And, and <laughs> I was going to, I had a segment in my mind to talk, to, to do, to be visual for people because this is one of the only episodes that we've done that has no video. Mm-hmm. And then you explained how I knocked that light over. <laughs> After Again, I can't speak rant. This is the this oh, is the man. and that, that's what I'm saying. This is the this is how you creatively creatively uh describe your surroundings. Episode forty nine, Particle Sons Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um this is the moment where we would, you know, mention you as a sponsor if you went to our Patreon wow. and donated. But you can do that if you mm. go to Linktree dot or that's L link T R dot E E slash particle sons with two D's. I just got I just got some I just got put up on game on, on something. Mm. On something on something on, on a new one of them. Okay. That we're gonna have to look into. Okay. That was yeah. it? That's it. Okay. That um, Linktree got some competitors in these streets. Oh. Um, so look. But I did I've always been impressed with Linktree and it's uh, user inter- interface. Yeah, no. Uh, Customer experience. It's a great way to find all the porn stars I like. Um, really? No, no, but they have link trees. So it's like, uh, what great, like, if you have a preference of getting your, like, dirty women or men or just, it's not dirty. Sex is normal. Um, yeah. Um, like they have link trees, so it's like you can you can get their OnlyFans, you can go to their uh, P Hub, you can go to their. How do you get privy to their link tree? They they it's, that's link. on their it's on their like Twitter, or their <laughs> um, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. How do you come across? <laughs> how do you come across these? The link trees of um, sex workers. It's sex workers post their link trees. Just like where, if we were brand, you know, if we were like selling sex, we would post our link tree for everywhere you can see us naked. The Newman brothers. 
coming in a shade of every gray. Speaking of that, I being more myself, I was I saw some recent pictures or video of Rick Ross shirtless, and I was like, like I should at least have enough self confidence to go shirtless at any point in time in my at life. At any point in time in your life, you should. If Rick you Ross should, is out here going going shirtless, you should have already taken like professional pictures, like shirtless. Shirtless. You're an athlete like, too. Like, so like my yeah, like my uh, like football player ESPN uh, naked cover. Why not? Just like, have you seen Vince Wilfork's? Mm-mm. I gotta Who's show that? you that. You don't know Vince Wilfork? Nope. Is that, is that is that time for this in this podcast? I don't think so. It's not. <laughs> not at all. I wanted to keep know. on that theme actually, and then I'm gonna what, segue what to theme? what you wanted to sing. Uh, being bad and bougie. Bad and bougie, right? Um, great song. It is a great song, but it's also a book um, that came out. It's called um, oh. Bad and Bougie uh, Toward a Trap Feminist Theology. Okay. What is it? Say it again. Bad and Bougie Towards a Trap Feminist Theology. Brandon just showed me a picture of <laughs> fucking Marshmallow Man, the, the Michelin Man, <laughs> starting the race. That's Will for. Oh yeah, he was a he was a defensive tackle. He was a defensive tackle for yeah. the Jets, not for the Jets. Uh, I think he may have did some time with the Jets, but uh, New England Patriots was Patriots. his favorite. No, he went from the Patriots to the uh, to the texans yeah my man's butt naked on this on this thing look like he's about to start a race it looks like the slowest start time you ever think but defensive tackles are like deceptively quick that's why brandon was really good is because like the weight of his body didn't matter because it was like it was like one layer of fat and then like seven layers of muscle and like people, people just underestimate. It was like, oh, he's gonna be like upset. He's like, no, he has full control <laughs> of every part of his body. Oh, so man. like his muscles like adapted to it. Bro, so like so Brandon funny. gets up. Brandon gets up. And I, Will Fork definitely got up. He's like bro. a Pro Bowl. So let me tell. Let me superstar. just let me just say this real quick. Mm. In football, there's like uh, there's a coaching tree, mm. but there's also a player tree based off of people's systems and what they like. Oh my gosh! I think the the mics. I gotta mute this. Um, I said what I said. 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 Right? Mm-hmm. For me, Coach Weiss, Charlie Weiss, was uh, the offensive coordinator for New England Patriots when Tom Brady and them won those first couple Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Right when they were starting the dynasty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when he went to Notre Dame. They ran three four defense. Vince Wilfork was one of the was the nose tackle in that in that defense. Mm. When he went to Notre Dame, he tried to implement that same type of defense with his program. Mm. So he ran a three four, which is a nose guard mm-hmm. and two defensive ends, tackles, DN, ones and ends. Yeah, 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 exactly. Four so, linebackers. Right. And then yeah, the four linebackers, outside linebackers floating, weak side, mm-hmm. strong side, mm-hmm. your Will Mike, your Will linebacker and Mike linebacker. Mm-hmm. So that's right and left. Um, yeah, depending line, on the strength. Linebacker. 
Yes. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I wasn't on defense, saying. and I should have been because this is all makes perfect sense to me now. Keep going. Three, four. Uh, so he went out and tried to get players that, like that. Mm-hmm. So he, I was like his Vince Wilfork. Right. But I'm in a weird way a part of this weird football loop that starts at the Bill Belichick level because it was just like mm-hmm. he was trying to make Notre Dame the Patriots. Right. Right. Yeah. So, that's, so I've always like I've always and he went to Miami. Yeah. I've always I've always felt for the big fella. So he yeah him him yeah he he him being uh, raw anyways. Well, what I don't feel for is the bad and bougie. Okay, so I said it already. All right, it's a book. It's a song, bad and bougie, but it's a book that came out. This actually just kind of um is a, is a big thing and it's great. Um, the book is called Bad and Bougie, toward a trap feminist theology. All right, this book. Um, was in population and it has recently been pulled um, from circulation by the publisher because of criticism that the book centers on a black woman's experience uh, but was written by a white professor um, and it was flawed in the execution so this white professor um, Michelle sorry sister-in-law uh, or no Jennifer oh my god not Michelle Jennifer yeah, it's, Jennifer it's, Buck this is yeah sorry it's one it's, it's Michelle like I, it's yeah yeah right 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 I get them confused, um, but anyway so bad and bougie hold on just real quick she starts the book off with a quote from Young Thug and says me and Bay Bonnie and Clyde everything we do right love her vibe love her vibe she make me feel so nice um, and y'all I'm gonna read two sentences but this is a white woman writing it just think. A trap queen is a woman who is down for the cause. She was born in the ghetto, raised in the ghetto, but she ain't that ghetto. Trap music speaks to the subsection of the hip-hop genre with an emphasis on the southern roots and the realities of urban life. Its musical identity is inexplicably linked to its sense of place, with heavy emphasis on synthesizers, keyboards, and auto-tune. Trap music creates a gritty, harsh sound that parallels its realistic lyrical content. What? That was in her book? That was in her book. The the cover of a book is a black woman with a big afro... Um, Bad and Bougie is in pink, and then the subtitle, um, Trap to, what was it, what was it, Toward a Trap Feminist Theology. So that just, that just happened. Just, uh. Yeah. Uh, indeed. I mean, what, what I was, like, tripping on is, like, how much trap music does she listen to? You know what I mean? To the point where. Yeah, like, she, like, watch, she, like. And then what makes her think that trap Why music, she? how how is moving trap, like she's trying to make a feminist out of the women that are portrayed in trap music, you know what I mean? And that's just problematic. The whole connection was, was lost on me. Uh, you Believe me, and the, it, it is a, it's an <sighs> academic, it's an academic like really discuss. Like your discuss is just plain like view like, okay, this ain't a good look. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Like, you gonna write that book? Like, yeah. What do you? What do you? What are you thinking? Bread. It's like bread. It's like bread. Right. A book. You know, John Deere. 
the tractor of farm oh life. Oh my gosh! Hey, those uh, Bass Pro Shop hats are going hard right now. Are they? Every time I see them, they, they're like somebody wearing them. Yeah, like they're. It's a thing now. Kind of like uh, Ed Hardy was. Uh, the only thing I can think about when I think about Bass Pro Shop is like it, somebody was wearing it when somebody was murdered. And I don't know if it was local or it was famous, but it was really significant. I think it was Nipsey. It might be Nipsey or it could have been, uh, no, Young Dolph. What about him? One of his killers, he got caught because he was wearing a Bass Pro uh, wow. Shop hat. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Damn Look indeed. Look at that. Look at that. So, it's... Popular culture is crazy. I was gonna say, is it no longer a thing now? Like, should I mean, no, it's, it's probably still a thing, which is wild. Probably not in Memphis. Hopefully, people in Memphis stop doing it. Um, here's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, this alien, hmm. Elon. <laughs> He's gonna buy Twitter. That's what I heard. Right? He has put a. $43 billion bid to buy Twitter. And his his argument was he cited the 10, the people with the 10 most followers on Twitter. And it was like Barack Obama, you know, I don't want to say who else because I could be wrong, but like Justin Bieber. And he was like, at all the owners of Twitter, your top ten followers haven't tweeted in five months. Do you think this is a problem? Mm. Or think you should do something about this? And thinks Twitter's being squandered and wants to acquire it. And put in that much of a bid. So now the most recent news is the Twitter board has adopted a poison pill after Musk's $43 billion bid to buy. I'm, re I'm reading up on it. I'm sorry. What's that? Mm. While he's reading up on it, I'm reading some Chinese food. And... There was a scene in the Chinese place um, that just really was unsettling. All right, it was a white dude. He was giving real pedophile vibes, and there was four young boys, young black boys. Okay, four young black boys. Uh, the oldest had to be like thirteen, and it was like ten and eight, and probably like four or five. <sighs> he was talking to them. And I wasn't, like, really listening to the conversation, but I was picking up heavy. Jesus is the reason why our sins are healed. I don't know. It was very interesting. He From who? The, the pedophile? Dude. Yeah, the pedophile. And why I say he's a pedophile, because he had the classic pedophile gear, like like graphic tee with a flannel shirt over Ooh. it with the sleeves rolled up. Ooh, what was his hair like? Fucking balding in the middle with, like, Sad. And red with like like messy at the front, sad, wrinkled, sad, blue sad, jeans, sad. and the boys look clean. Like the boys look like 
black people dress them. They, it's two of them had dreads. It's very, it's very concerning. I don't know what it was. They were together. Yeah, he was like their chaperone or whatever. Like they're ordering Chinese food. And mm-hmm. I thought, I thought he was. I thought dude was just peeping on them. Peeping on that group. I thought he was like looking like he wanted to take he a bite of that group. The head of the table. Head of the table. Like they ate in that restaurant. Yeah, they ate in the restaurant. That is the weirdest part. The restaurant's about to close. That's the weirdest part. You don't eat in there. You don't eat in there. You, what? Are you a high school student on a date? It wasn't a high school student. It was uh, a 13 what I'm year old. Say. That's what I'm trying to say. You say, would you think you a high school student on a date? <laughs> so, unless you are. Yeah. That's the only reason why you, I mean. I was looking at the boys for like signs of distress. Like, you know, give me a. a that is not a restaurant not you eat in there. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not. Help me, you know, but they didn't give those signs. They were looking so. like they were enjoying themselves. Yeah, they looked like they was enjoying themselves, man. You know. That's what I'm saying, man. You can't, you can't, you can't predict people and their alliances and 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 people are sick. Like, like when, you, like, like when you realize that you could do what you want. Listen here, I hate to bring it up while I say people are sick, but Lance stole a bag of chips today. From from the gas station, like the chips was at his level. I like get my stuff, and we're walking out, and he says, "Daddy," and he shows me the chips, like very proud of himself. Like, hey, I got some chips, and I was like, I like had like a terrible flashback to when I stole an apple in Kroger. Do you remember yes. that? Were you there? Of course, for that? I remember that. What was your experience with that? That was just a traumatic thing for me. So, real quick, hold on, hold on. Before, well, actually, let's do it from Brandon's standpoint first. So, <clears throat> we were going to this Kroger. I don't even know. It was our normal Kroger. We're going to this Kroger. It was our soccer Kroger. It was the Kroger we went to after soccer practice. Okay, okay. We're going to. We're at this Kroger. Me, Lance, my mother. There was this student program where you could have a free apple uh, if you uh, you <laughs> saw the sign too though right I saw I think you you had put in you had Lance had filled out the paperwork oh my god Brandon. I thought so I think this is the case Lance this filled the out case. the paperwork paper, put it in the box and then took a free apple and my mom flipped out and made him take the apple back because he wasn't a part of the contest. I think that's how that's how I remember it. That's, okay. Well, Brandon got it right, and I filled the whole thing out, sat there, put it in the box. I took my motherfucking Granny Smith apple, and I put it in my pocket and then didn't take it out till we got outside. My mom realized it, made me go back inside, and I was crying, y'all. I was bawling. Like, I was... I was very upset. Like, I was so trying to explain to her that, like, I filled out the words and the stuff that, you know, I can read and write, Mom. Like, I know this, what they asking for, and they have my information. I am, like, right. I have a right to this apple. I, and I was there. Me, I heard your, I heard your defense. You, uh, she gave me, made me give the apple back. Well, did, you stayed in the car when we went inside, though. You didn't see me, like, crying in no. front of the club. Well, uh, yeah, no, I saw you guys Crying as you walked off, yeah. So I'm crying in front of the clerk. She made me get the apple back. The clerk is just like, oh, you know, ma'am, you know, you didn't have to embarrass this little nigga like that. Like, that's what she's looking at me. That's what she's looking at me like. Like, you didn't have to do him like that, ma'am. Like, it's fine. It's just an apple. It's okay. And, like, so Lance takes his chips 
And I'm trying to remember. I'm like, but I do the whole thing. I take them back in there. You can't do this. It's stealing. You have to ask for things. You have to tell oh, people. Man. Tell the person you're sorry. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry." He's like, I was like, I, I imagine you're going in there and looking at the little worm mascot next to those free apples and was like telling that paper thing, "I'm sorry." Like, that's what my mind was. I was like, "Oh, he's got to go apologize oh, to, the, wow. to, the, to the worm thing." No, man, the Asian lady, man. Who just really could care less, man. Yeah, man. I'm sorry about that. But I say all that to say Why people. Why do we bring that up? Because I said people are sick. And I don't want to say oh, my yeah. son is sick. I want to say, like, oh, he doesn't. Yeah, like, you don't eat. Chips. Yeah, like you, yeah, like, you don't. What type of chips were there? Funyuns. I like Funyuns. He what likes type? the chips I like. What so types? Just, just regular like Funyuns. Funyuns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but like, I'm not saying people are sick. But when you realize, like, you can do stuff, whatever you want to do, really. And, you know, they're, they're. Probably will be consequences, maybe if you get caught. You know what I mean? Like when you realize that, you people can, you know, it can turn, take a turn for the worse. Lance, what? I just finished this series on NBC called "There's the Thing About Pam." Okay. Oh, there's something about Pam. No, the thing about Pam. Okay. With this white woman Mm -hmm. from St. Louis Mm. murdered her friend. After her, after she made her friend sign her as the beneficiary of her life insurance because mm-hmm. she like drove her to chemo treatments for a, a certain amount of time, not her two daughters and their and her stepfather, their stepfather, she pins the murder on the stepfather because of sloppy police work and sloppy uh, attorneys and and all the other stuff. This guy does four years. Case gets uh, retried off of some other evidence and gets thrown out. The guy gets walks. And then the girl, the lady Pam, gets arrested for shooting a man, trying, still trying to frame the her, her best friend's husband. husband. And it was just like very stupid and was just lying. Yeah. And like was... And when she got caught in her lie, yeah. she stole a pen, went to the bathroom, tried to stab herself in the neck, and showed up in court with the with the galls on it. Like, like it was like lying to the umpteenth degree, and it got crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, what are you saying is exactly right. Like, some people just think, that, yeah, like, people just take their. Uh, and see, I'm over here thinking like. Because earlier you said earlier you said what can what can um be like like what what can nip things I was telling Brandon about like a situation we're having uh in the house and I was like um he was like I feel like you could have nipped that in the bud early on and the point of like the nipping in the bud um comes down to driving so I'm going to segue into our driving Ooh. thing right but I feel like homie could have avoided all of that if he just drove his chick to chemo. You know what I mean? Maybe he had to like drop kids yes. off and was obligated to something else. Guess what? But like, was, she he, wouldn't have felt he obligated. Plays playing Dungeons and Dragons with his friends, smoking weed, and that's and why they, he didn't. and they was a, and they was always talking shit on him, hating on him because he was having fun with his friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, smoking weed, and it was a bunch of grown ass. 
Yeah. See, he should he should Taco Bell eating. He should have been taking her to the chemo, and then baby girl wouldn't have felt yeah. like she is privy to. I done dropped you off at chemo twenty four times. I deserve to get your life insurance. Like Sam what? Bill, Pam. What? Yeah. But but driving is a thing, y'all. So the this 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 next few seconds. Welcome, welcome to episode forty nine of the Particle Sons podcast. You oh are with gosh. Brandon Newman, aka Brother Brandon, and Lance Newman, aka Mr. Spread Love, and we are going to talk about driving, y'all. So look, check us out. Check us out. Check us out. Driving is nothing to play with. Okay? It's Amen. it's nothing to play with. It kills more people than gun violence. It kills more people than heart disease. It kills more people I, I want to say cancer, but I think those are like the top 3 heart, like cancer, heart disease, and car crashes is like the top 3 killers of Americans specifically, but just humankind. I believe it. On on a, on a big thing. I so, believe it. So driving, you know, is really nothing to play with Ooh, like you're Kentucky. Kentucky is above Louisiana in fatal motor motor fatal motor vehicle crashes with seven hundred and thirty two and Louisiana has seven hundred and twenty seven. Come on. Come on, y'all. The next biggest camp this can't be right. Next biggest it says Maine has hundred and fifty seven. I imagine that's just for context and not like the third uh, like the one right under it, right, right, right. A big of a drop off. It's probably just for kind yeah. That's a lot. Like that's a lot. That's a lot. There's a lot of travel. We're we're like we talk about this, but mm-hmm. Kentucky's borders. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I want probably whatever the max number of states that a state borders. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Kentucky matches that. Yeah, definitely. Like West Virginia, Ohio, yeah. Indiana. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. What's the one on West the West Virginia? West Virginia. Um, St. Louis. Now, St. Louis Kansas. is not a city, or is not a state. Missouri. Are we touching Missouri? Yeah, we touching Missouri. Damn, uh, Arkansas. We touch. We might be touching Arkansas. I don't know. I gotta look. But anyways, yeah. So you know, driving is a big thing, right? So um, right now, my mother, I oh, have been. That, that was that. That was alphabetical. I've been in a. That's fine. I've been in a um, in Indianapolis uh, for the past three days because I've yes. been shooting a commercial, um, which is really cool. We might get into, might not. Um, Definitely are. We can save it, but um, and they drive crazy in Indianapolis too. I gotta say, like they was driving like really stupid. Yo, I was yeah, like highways. I was like, what is going is on here? Dangerous. And then they got they got construction too, so they just already like pissed. Always construction. Always construction in Indianapolis. The fact that the, I, I haven't been in Indianapolis in so long. The fact that the, you tell me they do have construction. Mm. They always have construction. It's terrible. Years like Louisville, and it, and it, and it obviously pisses people off. Louisville like, too. Yeah, but we but we no, like Louisville too. What construction? What construction? There's a whole bridge built in this last... Yeah, I'm not talking about the bridge, though. I'm talking about, like, coming into Louisville, you going 70 all the way always until you construction. get to If you're Waterson. coming from Notre Dame, there's always construction going into New Albany. I feel like that's Indiana's problem. It's not Kentucky's problem. 
Indiana always has these highways. I feel like are like, like no. Indiana blood, always like, has construction. These highways mm, are like right. blood veins, in my opinion. Though, like they're connected tissue between I, these I states. It. I get so it. it's always it's a regional thing. Yeah, no, I get it. But it's Indiana's problems. Like Indiana as a state is just fucked up on like getting their roads fixed. It just is what it is. From bridges to like intersections, like Indiana's the only spot that you gotta slow your ass down. Like if you're in Kentucky going from like Nashville to to Louisville, you seventy all the way, fam. Like you're good good until you get to the water center and you only gotta slow down if you think you need to. Like if you follow the cars around you, everybody's going seventy five on on on, you know, on the water center. But anyway, um so driving is dangerous and like I can't I can't teach people how to drive. I don't have the patience. Like it's not a I would wonder I wonder how many people are taught how to drive by someone in their family or in their household and then go take a test and pass the test. I feel that like that's I feel oh like it's a God. small percentage. That would be a great that would be a great survey. Yeah. Right. I feel like it's a small percentage of people. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's not Maybe for that's the fucked up part. Driving maybe, is, but, but maybe for maybe for people of, of uh, lower income, yeah. Like don't like maybe not not even thinking of like whatever that cost is. They're not even attempting it, right? Or whatever type of like, right? Well, I mean, they probably. Well, see, that's another thing. I feel like necessity over over anything else. So, like, if you need to drive, you're going to drive, and you're going to learn how, to, learn drive how to drive because you need to drive, and like. There's another, there's like, what am I trying to say? Oh, because you learning to drive and you by yourself. And you feel, Oh, driving is practicing. That's what I want to say. That's the fucked up part Ooh, about driving. Driving is practicing. Driving, like, you could drive your whole Ooh. career and you'd be like, Chills. you know, I've never gotten to an accident. Be like, practice makes perfect. Like, good, good. Like, you know. Bro, you know mom's got an accident? I didn't know that. It makes sense, though. She don't tell me nothing. No, no, no. She said this is the first time she's got an accident in like thirty something years. It was a. She said she was. She had a green light, and some lady basically like clipped her, mm-hmm. and she told the lady. She said she gave her a hug, and she left. She's like, "Don't try to lie and say that <laughs> that you had a right away because you didn't." And you, that's why you hit me this way. And said the police didn't come out because police only come out if there's injuries mm. for wrecks now. So they had to like get all this stuff registered and stuff. But she was like, she tried to act like her she didn't have damage. If y'all anyways, know, if y'all know my mom, like Brandon <laughs> says that casually, and I know exactly how that sounds. So like Brandon's the way Brandon's saying is not y'all need to imagine. All right, this is oh. Oh, I, I just don't. I didn't, didn't didn't see you. And then my mom's like, "It's okay. I know. I know. Come here. Oh, I know you flustered. It's okay now. Don't say you had the right away when you call your insurance, okay? Cause I had that green light. Okay, you all right? It's okay, baby. All right, all right. Bye bye. That's how that conversation happened, y'all. Like there was a time she got real serious to where like there couldn't be no mix up. And she told her, like, don't make me slap you because the insurance company tried <laughs> to tell me I had the right away. <laughs> but it's all sweet and love. And I hope you're okay. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny, dog. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so yeah, little it's it's wild driving a little. I got my haircut. Shout out to Coles. Shout out to Black Diamonds Barbershop. Shout out to the app. It works very well. While it was like busy, packed in there, and they were telling people at the door to download the app to see what the next available appointment is. And I was telling them while I was in the chair, I was like, "Y'all, that sounds like some bullshit." Like I want to tell them, like I'm homies with my with my barber. And I still use the app. Like, the app is really does work. Like, yeah. I want to, like, tell them, like, please. They're like, they, what? He's like, the app's on the door. You could QR code or take a picture of people. Like, I feel like, you know, people just, like, fake do something on their yep. phone. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. I was like, guys, it really, you guys really should download the app. Like, because they don't take walk-ins like that. Because it's, it's backed up. If you're going to sit there and wait for four heads, like that's madness, and I I realize this. Everybody's getting their Easter cuts, right? Yes, Easter cuts, and then also it's like you just got to cut. Do you not? I cut myself. Thank oh, you. Oh, nice. Um, look good. Thank you. Yes, I practice makes perfect. Hey, Amen. Driving, driving, and lining yourself up is practice. And I, and you know YouTube, YouTube University, because oh, I really? I got three different like sizes to the Clippers. I was like, all right, which one of these is going? I don't want it to be gone. I just need. The bulkiness to be gone. So like I went through all of them and like practice on a few different spots and but it's good. Um and yeah, I, I, I haircuts are a bill. Haircuts are a bill. Like shout out oh to barbershops. Yes. Shout out to barbershops. Like Ooh. if you want your haircut, you like your haircut, go get your haircut. It's a beautiful pampering experience of masculinity that we just really don't get to indulge ourselves in. But Amen. It's a ticket. It's a ticket like 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 it's a ticket. like like any other uh cosmetic thing. I haven't had to go to a barbershop in quite some time and it's to the point now where like I'll go to a barbershop and they don't know what the fuck to do. They'll ask me like, What do you want? And I wanna be like, you know what I always get, but I can't be like what I always get because these niggas <laughs> ain't never cut me before. So it's like and then they'll cut it and, and you haven't be, been to a barbershop in a minute. They'll cut it like a Wolverine. Like, give me this after shadow, like this foreshadow or something, like oh, the way they cut yes. it. And I'm just like, I'll go home and fix it. I just go home and, like, cut off what they did anyway. So it's like, all right. I feel like barbers always want to keep the hair long. Because mm. it, it always, I, mean, I think it, I mean, business-wise, obviously, I think right. you come back right. faster because right. it's longer. But I think they they appreciate <clears throat> They appreciate hair. Right. You know what I mean? They don't want to thin or cut it off. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, right. sometimes we need to. Like, I did this mm-hmm. uh, because in the, the photo shoots that I'm going to be taking mm-hmm. on, on Monday, I wanted a, a nice contrast. Mm. Right. And, like, kind of just. When like, he's saying this, Brandon is pretty much. He looks like a fat Donald Glover right now. So, he's got, like, the. <laughs> The like <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect because I wanted to segue into a which, uh, looking ass boy segment, uh, like okay. what you look like. <laughs> Since we don't have uh, visuals, uh, I wanted to go into what you look like. Uh, so you just said, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I want to step on. I'm, I'm writing notes in this podcast. Yeah, uh, so you said you said I'm I'm Donald. Yeah, fat Donald Glover <laughs> from from fucking Atlanta. You somebody stage manager right now. You paperboy stage manager. You look like you ate paperboy. Like you the stage manager that ate paperboy, and you became 
you know, Paper Glover or Paper Earn. Do you watch Atlanta? Have like, you have you like caught up? Oh my, have you? Are you been watching? Oh my fucking god! Okay, you know okay. we're watching. Listen, you been you know, watching? You know I've been watching. Okay, well we got to talk about that. But right now I want to okay. say okay. that you look like if Future was a poet looking ass <laughs> boy. <laughs> you look like you look like a stressed out Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, a, I got a, like all black, y'all. I got my like ski mask, but my ski mask got my hair poking out of the back of it, so it's very makeshift. And you know, I do this now because the stylist at the commercial shoot um, Ooh, this past yes. this past week, yes. he said, um, he said you have the personality to pull off anything. Because I was telling him, like, wow. I don't know how to jet dress. I said, I wear the same thing every day. And he was like, but, you know, you really could probably put on anything. Like, you just, you have the personality. Like, you just got to wear it. Just wear it. It doesn't even matter. It's so, dangerous. I could pull it off. It's dangerous. I've, I live that way. I'm like, I, like, want the clothes to be a story. Like, like Drewski dresses wild. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's just... It's just normal. Yeah. It's like whatever you feel like. Like even Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. He won best album. I'll go re-listen to it again, but it just didn't move me the way Igor did. Uh, but you just got like the, the kind so of- So he did you, win? He won best album. That Him and that Gangster Grills. Oh, good. Good, good, yeah. good. Because he, there was a complaint or some Twitter was a buzz about his response to- the Grammys in general, I think, like before, there was given the sense that he was going to be mad if he didn't win the Grammy. Really? Or he was like the shoe in for the Grammy. Tyler or Tyler? I hate that. Yeah. Well, here's too. the thing. I did he win for Igor? Because I feel like the Grammys always gives it retroactively, kind of mm-hmm. like the Oscars. They mm-hmm. like, yep. If somebody had the a good project, would, like, right. like. If Freddie Gibbs put out a project this mm. last year, they would have probably nominated because they didn't nominate Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Or not not nominate. They nominated it, but not it didn't win. Yeah. Um Family Ties won. Family Ties, uh Baby Keem and, and his cousin Kendrick yeah. Lamar, yeah. who I just mentioned, yeah. uh won best hip hop collab. Terrible. Um You said terrible? Yeah. Do you not like the song? Uh, it's too. I don't like like rappers that rap like other rappers. Mm. Yeah, it's not. How a, do you feel about JID? I don't like JID. Wow, that's a good example. Yeah, I wish I wish I did like him, but you know, JID stands for jumping dirt. <laughs> oh my god it's like you like niggas and like the guy that i like that raps like that but he raps in his own it's his own thing saba you know saba raps he raps like he raps like that too but it's uh it's a like Danny softer Gu- uh, more his own type of style thing so you sound like uh, Danny uh, Danny yeah. Brown now. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, he only won that because he's because Kendrick Lamar and like 
everybody's been waiting for Ken- they're they're waiting for Kendrick Lamar to drop so they can give him an award. I was I was to wrong like encourage him to drop again. I was wrong. They gave. Oh my gosh. Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B and Igor were co-winners in 2019. It's ugly too. Kendrick Lamar won in 2017 though. With damn. Damn's good. I'm more concerned about Kendrick winning a Pulitzer. That's really fire. Oh yeah, like for dope. a rapper to win a Pulitzer, he's got to drop an album this year. That's that's crazy. Um, no, no, no. no. But I want to say also about the Grammys. Um, did you see who won Best Reggae Artist? No. It's a white band from I think New Jersey Stop. or a white man from New a Jersey. A white band. A white band. Okay. So like out band of band is okay. Out of it's like. Seven white dudes, and it's not okay for them to win best reggae artist and the whole category. Like they were up against actual reggae artists. Do you I feel mean, what I'm saying? Then I'm not saying they're not reggae artists, but like black I'm sure reggae. Robin artists. Thicke has won an R&B Grammy. It's not. It's not R. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do you mean no? Um, like reggae is I'm sure specifically. It's a cultural thing. Like like like. Like Jamaican, like reggae is a specific I know, but if you're cultural if, thing. I think at this stage in life, mm-hmm. it makes sense that there's a band who is paid professionally to play music that inspires them, even if it is an all-white band. Yeah, I get you. Like, I think at this point in time, it makes sense of that, but mm-hmm. like... I'll be justifying listening to Amy Winehouse that way. Because, like, the reason why I like Amy Winehouse is because her style is the 1940s and 50s, the Ella Fitzgeralds. The, right, right. Um, her inspirations are all old black women. Yes, all, old black jazz influences. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, um, that's why. But it's but it's contemporary, right? So it's a, a right. upscale beat, a more contemporary or modern, like, sound. Mm-hmm. And it goes well. And I wish people, more people would tap into that. And I feel like people ain't really tapping into the 1950s to like the 1910s or the That's early true. 1900s. You know, I don't like think music I, styles. Yeah. We keep recycling the 70s, the 60s, the I 80s. I feel like I, I take 90s. in when something happens and I see a date when it's written in a book or whatever the hell it is, Jeopardy, mm-hmm. I take it as an isolated incident and I don't think about where the world was. At mm. that point in time, and that thing makes that whatever factoid that much more interesting, right? But a lot of times, I don't know why. Is it, I don't know if it's like a a bad like a bad habit from studying or something. Where it's just like this equals this. This is the right answer. Mm-hmm. Like not thinking like, oh, this is around the same time that Lou Alcindor was a UCLA Bruin. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's good though, and that's actually how you need to like teach history is like relating it to right. certain things. Um, there's a thing on TikTok that I watched. It's like uh, people don't understand that, like you know, Picasso um, and uh, Ronald Reagan were alive at the same time. Like Picasso didn't die till 1979, 1980. Wow! Right. Pablo Picasso, Brandon. Yeah, the the one who made the Picassos. The Pablo Picasso, you know what I mean? It's like uh, Harriet Tubman, like, didn't die. Like, we got color photos of her. You know what I'm saying? She was born in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the late 1800s. So it's like, 
It's just like shit, Frederick Douglass. Come on now. We 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 don't we we're we're taught that it was a long time ago, but this shit was very soon. Um Bro, black black players mm. were only started being allowed in the NBA mm. in nineteen fifty. Come on. What? What? And the Celtics first pick was Bill Russell. Fifties. Nine Nineteen like, like literally the fifties. Nineteen fifty. Contextualize, right? Contextualize. Allowed. Grandma was like about to have mom, and things was changing in that way. Right. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't think you don't even think about my family members mm. being a part of the a World War Two is like over, or is like. About to be happening. Okay, I want to get real specific because I'm gonna end up being wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I was in a commercial this past week. <laughs> Always think about our podcast and be like, why would people listen to this podcast? And I'm like, well, first of all, we do have the relationship we're brothers, right? But then also, Happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. But then also, like, our job patterns are really interesting. You know, like, our, what we do for mm-hmm. livings is, like, even if you didn't know us at personally. I feel like a lot of people that listen just know us personally. But, like, if you didn't know us personally, you know, you're getting insight into an entertainment industry that you just otherwise wouldn't know anybody that is in those fields and kind of doing those jobs. Me and Brandon was talking about that earlier, how, like, one job is – you know, people don't even know that that job exists half the time, and then like they figure out that it exists, and they don't know that there's twelve other jobs surrounding that one job. So it's mm-hmm. like, Mm-mm-mm. you know, you got to yeah. get out here, staff. Yeah, like don't don't get caught up. But anyway, because <clears throat> I'm over here, like I'm the actor. I, I booked a lead role um, for a data collection company. I'm not going to say their name. Um, Keep it on the hush. Yeah, but it was a data collection company. They're following the life of a black man uh, riding, getting the, you know, he he starts off on a bike, gets a job, he buys a car, he takes care of his mother, he takes his mother elsewhere and has a cookout after buying a house and getting married and having a kid. It's the American black dream. Um, And like. And that was you. And that was me. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was the lead. as an actor, as an actor, professional. You was, you was lead. You was literally Denzeling the scenes, right. main role. Charlie Chaplin. People pocket watching. They say, "Oh, he's there. He must be getting this." And you going out there and performing for this data collection company to pay you your check to act in your commercial. Yeah, but how they how they pay? How they pay? I don't know how they pay. Um, are you saying like do they pay good or bad? No, no, I'm saying it's gonna be uh, that you already got the check or it's coming. No, no, no. Two weeks, a month. It's probably gonna be ninety days for real, for real. Ninety days. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I do remember like that was like when I was like paing yeah. in the city. Like checks would come out like by month or something, and I was just. 
I would just be so hungry in between those those checks. Come on. And like, but I, but then I, my friends were getting like modeling gigs, and they're like, "This is how models get paid. Like, mm. they get paid like, like, do, you'll do a gig, and they're like, okay, we'll send you checks in three months." Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah, no, it's crazy, and it's it's really it's really wild. Like I I did some work for them last year, like two two years ago. I've been with them for two years now, and like the first year, I got like booked maybe six months in and then i didn't get paid like another six it was three months but like it was three months and i was checking and it was after three months and i was like checking more intently like about to email somebody and as soon as i was about to eat the day i was about to email somebody the check was in the mail bro but it- and then sometimes but then sometimes it's earlier so like other right. people i talk to so i was talking to other actors and they're like oh yeah sometimes they pay like it depends on the company that's the hiring company if they like get the product they like it they usually just write the check to Heyman immediately but sometimes they wait until post-production and all this other stuff and yeah you know because they're like because it like well i got paid my flat rate but like me sometimes your scene gets on the cutting room floor. And they're like, all right, we ain't got to pay that actor that amount mm-hmm. because we're not we're not using them. Mm-hmm. So the, the check is smaller. Yep. Um, or you got to do repunches and the check oh, is bigger. Oh, yeah, well, the check's bigger, yeah. Plus, yeah. So outside of that, the blessing is getting paid to act. Right. How was the experience? It was good. I didn't have words, but... With acting, you need to have words already in your mind. Like I feel like with acting, y'all, like you need to be thinking or having a conversation so that your face looks like the conversation you should be having. Yeah, you're invested in the in the in the reality of the mm-hmm. of the of the character. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, there was a buying a car scene. I was like, I'm. It's like I'm looking at the car and just kind of marveling and like how far I've come and. The car dealer gives me the car keys, and I'm just like, oh, awesome, I got a car. So in my head, I'm looking in the window like, this motherfucker's bad as fuck, boy. I'm about to about to pick up some bad bitches <laughs> in this motherfucker. And my mom ain't going, she ain't even going to know where hit her. She ain't going to know where hit her. You feel me? But it's silent, so I'm just having oh, these conversations. buying it for your mother. In the- well, I'm buying it for myself, but my mother is important because she's in other scenes in the background. Okay. I don't know what this... Like where this commercial is gonna be? Like I know it's gonna be on their website. What if you saw like on Adult Swim? That's gonna blow my mind. Like people are saying, like no, 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 no. The director. So the the director, he was like, yeah, he's like, he didn't tell me this is where it's gonna be, but he was like, these type of commercials, you know, pop up on your YouTube and. You know, you try to skip it real quick. I was like, oh, damn. I was like, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I was about to say, I wouldn't mind a little YouTube bothersome. Man. Niggas going to watch that one. Is that Lance? Ah. Yeah, that's Lance. Sometimes you can't skip. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you can't. I I, I reload. I refuse. If you don't let me skip, I'll refresh until I can. Oh, really? Yeah, just refresh the page. I was thinking about. I was thinking about. I was thinking about paying. Oh, no people do the, it. Get the out ads out. I was thinking about it. That's what they make you do. Hold was, on, for what? Hulu though. I I was thinking about doing it YouTube, and ex- YouTube, YouTube. I was thinking about doing it and expensing it with the, Ooh, for for work. That's interesting. Because why not? It's time. Yeah. Why not? 
it's time and you're uploading videos yourself so mm-hmm. when you got to watch other ones and i just it might just make everything better and i want everybody to know that too you think acting is sweet all right i had to ride a bark a bike a bark i had to ride a bike in a park that's what i because it was a park <laughs> I had to ride a bike in a park not a bark in a bike uh, <laughs> in a pike um I was riding. A, I had to ride a bike like three times, like back and forth. <laughs> three times, like six times up and back. Like I wouldn't say. I mean, it was a minute. It was three. Like you were like, like they're in the car next to, like, to me. Think, you had to like think your thoughts as the actor riding the bike in multiple scenes. I had multiple takes. Multiple takes. So yeah. like three or four takes of me riding a bike down this. Dang. This like alley, right? Carrying the bike Stamina. up some steps, carrying the bike up some steps, because like I, my, my my apartment is lower. I bet I bet the, I bet the the takes help the repetitiveness, like the wear and the tear of doing it over and over again. So it makes it more realistic. Makes right, you look like you like you right. really been doing. This. I had to like get like, on this the is bike your schedule. Like like get on the bike, and the first time I got on, I got on like like dick first, so like. Like all my like middle part, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like all my middle part just was dangling, and you know how you wobble on the bike when like both of your legs ain't on the pedal, so you you just wobble. They had we say we gotta do it again. You know we need a smooth takeoff. So like I started this time. The next time with my foot on the pedal and just swung my leg over, and then it's a straight oh, shot. Man. That's so funny. Right? It's the small things. So people think acting sweet. It was freezing. It was freezing. In the house for the like cookout scene, it was crazy cold. It doesn't even make sense. And like women, just because there's a patriarchy of clothes, it was all thin. Keep going. We got all types. I could talk well, about Well, let me know. Let me say, I would say this. My, I, my bike scene I did at Notre Dame Day, uh, I was, somebody was on a golf cart and I was riding a bike and it was a city bike. And it was it's like the most racist the, shit I've ever heard. Keep going. It was a uh, classism. Was a, classism. Go. It's a it's a sponsored bike for the event that I was riding <laughs> over to the D Bart, and they were filming me uh, as they're on the golf cart, and I was telling the story about how uh, when I went in the middle of Notre Dame Stadium and looked up, I felt Grandma, and mm. it like it like. It like overcame me, and like that was one of the reasons why I thought like this was going to be the right decision for me. Like she felt like she was always at the games and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, in youth league, and my pants were splitting the entire time I was riding the bike. Like I heard the the pants ripping, like <laughs> with every little pedal of the bike, <laughs> the pants were just ripping bigger and bigger. And I was like trying to finish this story and keep my legs tight to themselves, so uh, so I didn't. So I didn't like show that my pants were ripping. I was like trying to speak over the ripping that I was hearing, and it was it was crazy. But anyways, just yeah. Tell like, me what's, like the, the, what's that, the result? I, I think that's the example of like that's the example of like actors. actors you yeah. gotta you gotta, you gotta get, get you gotta like commit to the scene. Yeah, yeah. You no, can't be like uh, sorry. Can we split pants and all? Can we can we go back to the the, the at location A? And I get on the bike again, and you start the go kart again, and we start, you know, do because yep. you, know, you just gotta go. You couldn't do that with the split pants wardrobe. Like the stylist would have to come in, like oh change my your gosh, pants. Yeah, it would be a whole thing. It's raining. It sounds like I love it. I love it. So yeah, I wore makeup. 
Ooh, you know they found your they found your color. Yeah, I and guess then so. They, and they and they put the little makeup that makes you less shiny. Like that takes away the fact that you're sweating. Oh, I don't know. It was too cold to sweat. Oh, but yeah, he probably did do it because like there was a time where the definitely carrying the damn the bike ride. I definitely broke a broke a beat or two that it didn't really show up real well, which was good. Work with me, but I did such a good job, Brandon. They were like getting takes done, like we were finished early. Like, if you if you know if you're you're in the production, if you're in that lane, if you're in that world, you know that finishing early is like it's a treat. It's a treat. Everything's on. Like that means that everybody was on the same page and like everybody was like clicking. Yeah, you know what I mean. So everybody did their job. Yeah, and it wasn't no congratulations. Love. It felt good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to be Idris Elba. Nice. Yeah, that's good. It'll be fun. You know he sold weed to Dave Chappelle. Um, at one point in time in his life, he was um uh doing the bodyguarding for a comedy club in. Uh, I think he said New York. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's like the uh, how Two Chains was uh, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne's weed man mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Because mm-hmm. he used to DJ. That's how he made his way. Who? He made, Idris Elba. Like when he moved from oh, London yes. to New York, he had odd jobs DJing and selling weed. Was one I'm of glad them. you brought this up because you said something earlier that made me want to bring this up. But this brings it up again. There's a trope that people who don't do anything professionally or don't have a job, their occupation on social media is motivational speaker, DJ. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What do you feel about that? I question everybody who says motivational speaker as a job. Um Cause like, yeah. like I would love to have that be a skit. Like you hire different oh, motivational speakers and see which ones actually like get you motivated. Like they really got to get you motivated. Like it can't oh, be a, yeah. it can't be no fake thing. You got to be like, like oh, like ooh, this person is worth the money. And then you gotta, cause I'm naturally motivated. So like, what does a motivational speaker do? For the already naturally motivated, you know what I mean. Like, are they? Are you just? I don't know. You gotta, you gotta tap in and find out. Could be like a coach, if you already was already feeling that way. Like, and then DJing, I mean, DJing. DJing is a true art. I agree. And just like most art, amateurs get into it and think that they're top tier. Well, they get into it because they're inspired by it. Which I think is an important part because anyone who's bold enough to go out there and call themselves a DJ are inspired mm. enough by the art to do it. Like it's mm. as as crazy as someone uh, for you to be like, I'm a visual artist, mm-hmm. right? Right. Or right, I'm right, in my, right. And a poet. Right. They're like, this motherfucker must really do that if mm-hmm. they're saying that they do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but then you hear it and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. All right, you're a poet. Ooh, got you. That's you're a good, DJ. Got you. That's a good segue. Wink, wink. That's a good segue into the most recent episode of Atlanta that I saw. Mm. 
not the most interesting episode. It was the second last because I just saw the big payday mm. or the the whatever the paycheck. The, the black people suing the white people for mm, their pain. Their yeah yeah that that idea. Yes. But the episode before that, when they were mm-hmm. hanging out with the millionaires, mm-hmm. the billionaires, mm-hmm. there was that one black dude who was kind of scheming, mm-hmm. trying to get more money out of the white dude to fund, right. like, uh, influence right. her house and right, keep right, paying right. for his art. And then Earn, played by Donald Glover, uh, who I apparently look like right now, Fat Donald Glover, the guy who ate Donald Glover, um, was like, all right, well, I'll manage, dude, and I could take 30%. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a little bit of like, oh, he said, I think his art kind of sucks. And I never knew that the storyline was going to go that way. Like, that. Mm-hmm. that I thought he was like, hype it up, be like, oh, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. I, I thought, I'm over here thinking, I was like, is that, is that Lil Nas X in there? I can't. Right, 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 right. Who is that guy? Right. Acting. But yeah, I didn't think about the, the narrative of like, him like, yeah, dude sucks. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that. So but then, like, like, when does somebody when is somebody like that's subjective? Let me say that. But like, because who? It's, it's like when Kanye was bre- breaking up breaking into the uh, def, uh the Rockefeller studio offices. Mm-hmm. People trying to work. Obviously, they have tape decks in. He's like playing them uh, yeah, through sounds. the not not even through the wire at that point in time. It was like. Uh, all falls down, mm-hmm. and right. and, yep. and Jesus walks, yep. and they're like, uh, "Yes, thank you, Kanye. Uh, see you later, and your your cameraman, right? Like, right, right, like, right, right, get right, the right, hell right, out right. of here! Right. Like, when, like, when is it? When is it become? That's my thing. Is like, when is it? When is the the transition happen? Is it just like enough people agree with this? Kind of like NFTs. Like, what makes it valuable? Both. It's how many people agree with it, and also goosebump factor. So you can have either both of them, goosebump or you can have factor. none of them. So like, that's interesting. The goosebump factor is just natural raw talent. Like when the motherfucker goes, you get goosebumps, and you don't know what it is, you don't know why it is. You just like, oh my god, this this is just undeniable talent. Nobody who will hear this person would ever say that they're weak. Like, it's just undeniable power. Mm-hmm. And that's singing, that's art, like anything. Like, there, there is art that just gives you goosebumps to the point where you just can't deny how good it is. And then there is... Like, is Basquiat that popular. for you? Basquiat? Yeah. Goosebumps? No. Is he just in the popular yes. category? Okay. Yeah, I get Who's goosebumps. My, yeah, yeah, please. I'm about to say visually... Goosebumps. Oh my God. Um Oh Lance, you're so messed up for not knowing his name. Dang. It's so messed up. I like I know all the names of the popular people. Like all the artists I would name yeah, for that's like the their thing popular though, art. Yeah. I could I could name them. But like the people that give me goosebumps, I'm like over here. Why can't I remember the name? James. <laughs> James is For the last name. be one of the biblical ones. It's, it's the last name. James is the last okay. name. Damn, I'm going to get it. Okay, but anyway, visually, 
who else gave me like goosebumps when I saw? Because that's nothing. Pizza you got to see like in person sometimes. Pizza? There are pieces that you have to see in person to get your goosebumps. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. So here, here's, here's. I feel like I'm a very bad sports podcaster, media personality because I don't care about it, and I, I mm-hmm. never like aspire to be it. And a lot of people who love sports, basically, it was like their only way to get into sports was to to do this, right? Me, I feel like I failed at sports, so I do this. Right. right, right. So like, this isn't what I what gets my rocks off. Right. I like telling jokes. I like surprising people with humor. I like mm-hmm. making people think about certain shit. And like, I like that whole the art form that is stand up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our uh, rest in peace to Gilbert Godfrey. He did stand up since he was fifteen years old. Like Affleck. Uh, yeah, duck guy, yeah. and you know, obviously Gilbert Godfrey. It's Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> Hollywood Squares. Yeah, um, people, people, great, great video game. All right, great oh. uh, game show. These kids don't know nothing. They, oh my gosh, oh, prime time. They don't even know what prime time means for real. Um, but anyway, somebody who gives me goosebumps was always Gerard Carmichael. Oh, word. Yes, he's my favorite stand-up comedian. Was he? Uh, yes. Oh, I don't like him. You don't like Gerard Carmichael? I don't like Jamar Car- Gerard Carmichael. Did you see his last special? I did. So I was going to say, that was something I was like, like Michelle woke up and I told her, so I was like, Gerard Carmichael came out. She was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, in his special. Mm-hmm. With Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole thing. I mm-hmm. said, I, my jaw was on the floor the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was just like... I, I, I didn't even I, I, I mm-hmm. so here I'm talking about V1 and myself mm-hmm. and then there's people out here that are like literally feel like they have to hide themselves to, mm-hmm. to, to be accepted mm-hmm. and like on the real had to mm-hmm. maybe not for him I don't know mm-hmm. what his success would have been like mm-hmm. with that with him being or knowing who he is at that point in time, because let's not act like he was a finished product at that point in time, because everyone's, you know, growing and becoming more themselves. Mm-hmm. You on most change as a superlative in high school. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like growing more into themselves as they as they go on. I'm but think about his dad, huh? Think about his dad. Say, I knew it was gonna be you. <laughs> oh, talk about it. Challenge him. Yes, challenge him. But that that was such a me funny and Mila joke. Toya was watching that. We were just so sad for him. Like we we felt we felt like he needed like talk to somebody, bro. Like you had a whole therapy session. He's talking to somebody. A, is this, he, the you didn't like is that. Not a therapy session. You didn't like that. That no, that. I did not like it. It was not honest. It was that's cringy. his art form though. That's was, his art form. It was cringy. It's cringy. How's it cringy, bro? Go see a therapist, bro. Like go see a therapist. He has. Bro. That's why he was able to turn into a stand-up special. It's not a stand-up. There was nothing funny about it. It was like a one man. It was very gay. <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm gonna let you live. With, I'm gonna let you live with that take. I'm living with it because only because after he came out, his outfit looked completely different to me. That's it was funny. Like, oh, it was like a new person was wearing new clothes. Mm. 
Mm. And then, and then, like even the movie jacket, it was like beautiful in a way. Like it was like glamorous mm. in a way that he's never really presented himself. It was like it was just like a touch of what you're saying of of gay. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it, it, was so, it was like soft in a way. It was not funny though. But like it was funny. That's what I was I'm very saying. proud that that was my that he's my. Stand up, my favorite stand up. That after was watching. That was that was very very proud. There was funny moments and like he made little and like I can literally run through the parts that were like funny, but the rest of it was just like yeah. Just every like stand up was upsetting. like upsetting. Upsetting. Yeah, man, you going through all this stuff about your people's. Like I was triggered. I was triggered for through most of it when he was talking about. His did dad. you watch his family special when, when he came out when he talked to his yeah, dad? I did. Like I, I watched, it, I was triggered by all of that. I was triggered by like, like the family trauma that he didn't address. Like, like he addressed all the like reasons why his parents were wrong and why his family was wrong and why everybody around him was wrong. But he didn't address none of the like social pressures or the social like outlines that created these situations or that kind of shape the minds he didn't talk about the patriarchy he didn't talk about like he didn't touch on anything outside of his own experience and him placing blame on different people he placed blame on his mother for being quiet and not accepting him for who he is and all but it was all also he, he placed blame on himself at the end for not being brave enough to walk in his truth earlier yeah 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 like he said he came out too late Woe is me. It's like that's that's another thing. It's like that's why I say it's gay because it's like it's very dramatic for no reason. It's like, bro, you didn't. When are you going to tell somebody? Was it, was it? He couldn't have summed it up in a tweet. Like I understand. Like I, I hear what you're saying, but mm-hmm. my in my mind, this is something that he had to get out of the way so he could make a special that is truly in his like voice of who he is. Like we don't even know his name. Like obviously, there's stage names. But like mm-hmm. no one even knew that Gerard wasn't his real name. As much as we like we knew Drake was Aubrey. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay. I get it. I just, yeah, I I, I, I feel it. like he I feel like this it was vulnerable. Like, when are you gonna tell when are you gonna tell your when are you gonna tell your, your core group of fans, exactly. I and me, that that right. you've been hiding yourself right. to an extent. Right. And and also it's a great moment. Or like monument in black male vulnerability, and like it's a step True. towards like kind of breaking the heteronormative monotony that we kind of exist in. And I'm here for that. I'm really here for that. But don't call it a comedy. Like call it a one man. It's a stand up special. It was a one man like. It's drama. a stand up special. It was a one man like soap opera. It's a stand up special. It was four funny things. He said, I knew you was gonna be the one to to check me. He said, um, um I'm married or I, uh my partner is a white man and I know y'all like that whole bit uh, he was going through, that was hilarious. He's like, Our babies, we not having babies. Like you don't have to worry about us. Cause he said, you know, I believe in the black family. Um, but he said like you don't have to worry about mine because mine, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I thought that was funny, but also it's very contradictory. So it's not contradictory. It's just. It's funny. It's funny. Yes, it's funny. Okay, what else? Um, he said the funny thing about um, being uh, like his, 
No, that was sad. Like, I'll be thinking, I'll be trying to think of, like, what was the funny part. I was like, no, it's not funny. It's sad. One of the moments when he's talking about his homie and, like, talking about coming out to his friend and his friend, like, distancing himself and not being as close and be like, man, you, you know. I feel like I was tricked into being, yeah, having like a gay best friend. Tricked, I was feeling like I was tricked into having a gay best friend. That is the saddest shit I've ever heard in my life. That's hilarious. No, like, that is rejection so from real. Your, your, your homie that is, like, you know, I've always imagined my homies coming out to me. Be like, how would I take that? You know, how, will, will, will my relationship change? And I know some of my homies, because like, you know, we get we smoke and straight men talk about it all the time. Bro, what would you do if so-and-so said it was gay or so-and-so? Nigga, get the fuck out of here. It's not my, you ain't cool. Or nigga, what would I say? What if I said if I was gay? Are you, are you gay? No, bro, are you gay? Because if you gay, you need to tell I've never me. had this conversation with any of my friends, but mm. I see how it could possibly exist. Hmm. But yeah, I mean that's why it's probably extremely vulnerable with the people that he had that conversation with and lied to. Hmm. But you could tell he's not like a. You could tell something was off. Like his sitcom, he was just not believable as a husband. To he wasn't like a husband. A heterosexual, whatever. I mean, he, was, he, he was heterosexual. He was his girlfriend. He was straight. He was straight. Fiance. And he, he was straight. He and was it just straight. wasn't believable. It was something off about it. And I didn't know why I didn't like the show. I tried to give that man a chance. You didn't like that show? I tried to give that man a chance. Like I try, I love David Allen. It was Greer. the first time you got introduced to Lil Rel and Tiffany Haddish. I don't like I don't like Lil Rel like that. I don't think Tiffany Haddish is like that. Really? Yeah. Their whole camp is like mid mid pack. Well, how do you feel about Bo Burnham? Bo Burton? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yes. Is that the puppet dude? He's he, probably done some purpose. In, oh, you talking about... I think he may have done some purpose no, in the past. No, who's Bo Burnham? It's not important if you don't, okay. don't, yeah, he, he's, don't know. He is the... Uh, probably one of the first people to get like popular from YouTube, but like really was a stand-up comedian and like did music on stage and make songs. And he uh, did this special during the quarantine uh that he filmed himself in his room, or you know, in quarantine. Uh, but he directed that special, uh, the Gerard Carmichael um, special. So he's kind of adjacent with that camp as well. But I tried to give that show. I tried to give it a chance. It was not funny. Um, David I, Greer. I, I like his. I do like his like biopic stuff, like where his, Gerard's um, like this is family it's, stuff. Yeah. Like that stuff is good. He has an eye for drama. He's he an artist. Eye for like. Yeah. He's definitely an artist, and I give my, it to him. My but thing it's was like, like, it's not I, funny. He interviewed. He had an exclusive interview with Tyler the Creator for Flower Boy, and Flower mm-hmm. Boy is the first time Tyler Creator mentioned anything mm-hmm. uh, romantic with with a man. Mm-hmm. And I just jumped to that. I was like, oh my gosh! I wonder if they had a real conversation at that point in time with Gerard Carmichael, because I remember Gerard Carmichael on the Breakfast Club said that he had kissed a man. Mm-hmm. And was like very like yeah, so what about it? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, like yeah, good, f- mm-hmm. like great perspective. So you go from where they had the conversation. I'm over here like, did they fuck? Are you talking about for Tyler and yeah, Gerard? Because that would be that. Those are like I'll. But like, people say that about I like to Fra- say that people I say that about Tyler and Frank too because they always say Frank uh, Tyler lives on Frank Ocean's couch, but. I think they were just friends. I mean, I don't know. Who am I to say? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But like, 
But I'm sure they can be friends. It's not like right. Yeah. But anyways, I just like went to that relationship. And, is any relationship? I don't. I don't. It's just. Oh, but I I ran into. I've told you. I don't know if I told you about this, mm-hmm. but um, I have told you about this. But while I was working at Fox, mm-hmm. speaking to Tiffany Haddish, like I, uh, actors and famous people and whatnot oh, yeah, were always around. Real? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I ran into Lil Rel, Gerard Carmichael, uh, Kevin Barnett, R.I.P., and uh, two of their like white uh, Jewish writing partners. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was right after, right after Get Out, so mm-hmm. Lil Rel killed it. Mm-hmm. I knew Kevin Burnham from like the NYC uh, stand-up scene, so like I was following him on Instagram, and it's Gerard Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Like he had just put out. Was Super Eight or something? It was. It was one of the specials. It was really, really good. And I, I was like, "Oh, this is my guy!" Right. Mm-hmm. I introduced myself. I was with Heller. I said, "What's up?" Then I told him, uh, "I know all you guys do comedy, but the, he's my favorite comedian. Like this guy is like, he's like, oh no, I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, thank you so much." And Lil Rel looked at me like, like he was like, like he showed that he was from Chicago. He's like, "Nigga, what?" Like looked at me like I was like, and I retrospect I was like I should have said he should have been you're my favorite comedic actor mm-hmm. right now because that's true like mm-hmm. he's like Lou Rell is a great comedic actor outside of Uncle Drew, mm-hmm. um, but and it's his own sitcom, uh, but neither of which are that funny. I I I always pointed, I always I always mm-hmm. remember that moment and like wow it's so crazy that you can like meet some people that like are so influential to you because Gerard Carmichael, Carmichael's comedy was and is uh, influential to me in my career mm-hmm. and you know the type Good. of vulnerability and candor that I appreciate on stage Good. so uh, it, was, it was nice to see that he announced this uh, stage in his life Mm-hmm. No, I, it was very dope. If you're going to do it, do it that way. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, do it that way. Like, big splash. I'm here for it. Um, big splash. Like, <laughs> you just you talk about how dramatic it is. But uh, uh, was, there, was there something off of the names that the reason I brought that up? I feel like we were on a different. You were talking about me tangent. being a, a comedic actor. And I just want everybody to know my acting name is Lance Gerard. Okay, literally. Stop. That's what my that's what my casting call was. How do you spell that? Gerard. Yes. Not like his. Who's his? Gerard. Gerard Butler. Gerard. Oh, oh, Gerard Carmichael. Yes, it's J E R R O D. It's weird. Yeah. What about what's yours? Yo, I say this with love. Please understand that I am an ally, all right? But how he spells Gerard is gay. Like, who spells it with a J? What are you talking about? It's mine is G-E-R-A-R-D. It's just G-E-R-A-R-D. Eric Gerard, my one of my best friends from, from growing up. Yeah, J. J-E-R-R-A-R-D. Yeah, it's G. It's J. Mine is G. I know, but I'm saying Eric's is Gerard. Yeah. It's J-E-R-J-A-R-R. If you spell Gerard with a J, it's, it's gay. 
I would say the way his parents decided to spell his middle name Gerard is has some flair. I think he should have just went with Rothaniel and been Rothaniel. It's so <laughs> so. What? What's wrong with Rothaniel? Rogar. Uh, so. <laughs> Thank oh, you. it's so inventive. It's <laughs> such a collaboration. It's beautiful. I don't so even know. I don't. Even, I still don't even know who's so whose name is what. What's the first person's name? Ronald and Nathaniel, or Nathan, or Daniel. Rothaniel. Mm-hmm. I don't like it for I the same it. reasons he didn't like it, but I, I don't like it. Brandon because it's it's. Like if you are if you are if you are like like imagine what type of personality that is. What's his name? Gerard Carmichael, right? So he would have came out as Rothaniel Carmichael. Yeah, he did come out as Rothaniel Carmichael. Oh my god, that's way more inviting. Rothaniel Carmichael. Yes. <laughs> How's that more inviting than Gerard? Because it makes you make that name. It makes you make that face. It makes you make all those characters. It makes you think about the. It, it makes you do. If you're looking at a casting sheet and you come through Rothaniel, blah blah blah, you're like the fuck. I'm gonna look at this guy just so I can laugh. And then you go, and then they met, they they mess around and like he really does good. You're like, oh shit, he's actually really good. Like the name. It is what gets you seen. And Gerard Carmichael, I'm not saying that he didn't get seen because obviously we see that motherfucker. But like a gay Rothaniel is 10 times better than a pretending to be straight Gerard. We're going to find out. We are going to find out. Uh, speaking of names, NFL Draft is here. And obviously a lot of football players have like special names. Uh, Key Michael Key and Keen Peel did a skit mm-hmm. that was got very popular of the East West College game of, you know, Darius Thrax Mericus. Uh you did you did a skit on uh, Brandon did a skit on his uh college thesis, I guess, um, below the belt, where he's called the dude um the savior lifesaver or something like that. Or life via oh. saver. Life via saver. Lafie Saviers. Le, yeah, Lafie Saviers. <laughs> Lifesavers. I people said, what did you think about the controversial controversial pick? The Miami Dolphins traded up to get Lafie Saviers at, at Fort. Oh my gosh. I gotta bring that I gotta Dude. bring that 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 bit That's back it. for the draft. Please do. Oh, Please we do. gotta bring it back for the Please draft. Please do. Please do. You got to send I got that in my oh reel. Oh my gosh, that's so you know good. That? What? That's in my actor's reel. What? The that skit. Oh, because it was like what? Because it was right by your thing. Those separate know. uploads. Well, I don't know. It's just it's oh, because that was like a commercial within the within the whole project. It was. I feel you. Yeah, it's um, no skit. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, oh, best cornerback in the league from Cincinnati. Obviously, people hating because they're like, who did Cincinnati play? But they were undefeated. So, I mean, mm-hmm. make an impact clearly. Obviously. Apparently nobody. Uh, shout out to Desmond Ritter, who's a Louisville native. 
went to Cincinnati, Ohio. Or no, went to St. X. But anyways, he's he's going to be one of the highest draft, uh, one of the high first round draft quarterback is going to be taking this draft this next uh, in a couple at the end of this month. The number one cornerback in the country is named Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Lance has a nasty face like he had some drinks some spoiled milk. No, I mean, what? what's the point? What's the point? What's the point anymore? Like, are we trying to make it impressive? Like, it used to be given the same name, right, so you can, like, pass down a legacy. But now we just want the most creative. Like, I, I always said, Brandon, um, uh, you know, should have named like Mac J something like, you know, the you know, T H E E. Oh, I was so I wanted name to, I wanted the to name him man. or I, the brand. Like the brand. Like I wanted his middle brand. name the to brand be new man. I wanted his middle name to be man. M A N N. Man new man? No. Man new man. No, I want his middle name to be Man. Yeah, Mac Man New Man. Yes. Yeah. No, I like that. See, like Mac Man Ma- New Man. Yeah. Or or Mac Man New Man. Um, the brand. The brand new man. The brand new man. Oh, oh, right. like the fact that my 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 uh uh Cardi B and Offset have a have a little baby boy okay. whose name is Wave. Okay. And. Michelle told my mom today, she's like, that was one of the names she likes for Mac because she was wanting like a beach theme. And like, Hilarious. so like that's, that's an example. Hilarious. Like, Mac wave Newman. Newman. Wave. Wave Newman. Mac Wave Newman. Catch a wave. Come on. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, now we're yeah. just, like this new generation is literally how you feel uh, during that. Bro, like, we were just, we were just driving around Louisville. As we said, the Mac is, uh, is the Detroit streets. We was driving around Louisville. She was like, I was like, I said, we better not mess around with another boy. He's going to be named Baxter. Come on. Not bad. Baxter Newman. Baxter. Not bad at all. Not Baxter bad at all. Newman. Baxter Newman. Baxter Newman. Baxter F. And Baxter is actually um, a project, you know, or it used to be um, Beat Your even, Terrors. Even better. Beat Your Terrors, Baxter. Right. You yeah. got street cred. Right. Baxter. Named after the park in Beecher. But yeah, no. Just whatever they care. Lit. Lit's about is definitely somebody's name. I guarantee you. Lit. There's a Lit Johnson right now. Now the Lit Johnson. A Lit Jackson? Maybe a Lit Jones. Lit Jones. Lit Jones. Mm-hmm. But maybe um, short for literature. Maybe like that was the uh inspiration. I, one of my bosses at Fox Sports, his his brother. His brother's wife is obsessed with Eminem, and their children's name are uh, Marshall, mm-hmm. um, uh, Emma, uh, and I, the, I, the the last one was Wild, and that's what I'm trying to remember really? what it was. No, it was like. It's like Mathers. It's something like it's something of the song. It's like something related oh, to a song. Shady. Stand up. Um, <laughs> Stand up. I gotta text Kyle and yeah, ask. Yeah, that's him. weird. I I would I would be so off put. Somebody's like, hey, I named my kids after like your kids or like 
after your name. Like, you're weird. <laughs> you just talking my name in Kingston, Brandon. Yeah, but that's not because you're famous. That's just because you're my brother. I was thinking that, the, the only reason I didn't think too much of it, or I think it was that weird because of uh, Russell Simmons and uh, Rev Run and them, they they have each other's kids' yeah, names. Awesome. Like this, yeah. Russell, there's, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I wanted to say Lance and Brandon. Everybody else, you say Lance and Brandon. Or the boys. Just name the boys. Now I can't even name them the boys because they're two completely different uh like personalities to where you can't like put them in the same like you we were the boys because we were next to each other at all times like the, we were we were a, a tandem pair package deal package deal you you will see Kingston at one time and Lance at a different time so there's no package nothing it's it used Lance to be it used to be Lance following Kingston around that was a long time ago though Kingston's so funny. Hi, Daddy. I had this skit. Oh, as we leave, matter of fact, I'm not even going to get into it. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to episode 49 of the Podical Sons podcast, number 49. Y'all stick with us. Uh, season one is going to go to episode 51, and then we are coming back bitter. No, we're coming back bitter. bigger. Yes, I no, like it. No, bigger, better, um, and in a whole new home studio. So you all will uh, be excited for that. Um, I did want to tell you about things that are coming up. Uh, the Blood Horse magazine issue um, that has my feature um, for winning the Kentucky Derby Museum Black Heritage in Racing Competition. Oh, um, that is out now. You guys can check that out. I don't know where the hell you're going to find it because I've been looking for it. At your magazine, Rex. Go to Books a Million it. and go crazy. I think you can subscribe, but it's seventy nine dollars. I think for like, Damn. it's a hundred. It's a hundred page magazine. Hell no, it's a hundred page magazine. You know the what? Seventy nine dollars gets you the digital access and the physical copy, but it's ridiculous. I don't even like horses. I was thinking much. if you sign up, they may give you like the. Last copy for free. That'll be your copy. Man, if I'm in that motherfucker, y'all better give me a free copy. I'm about to write somebody just be like, hey, you mind sending me, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, the, you're the the reporter. Yeah. Reach out to her. Just for sure. Please, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm expecting her to bring some um, copies when she comes for Derby. Because when they have the opening and they show it off, it's going to be a whole hoopla that I'm going to have to go to. And she said she's going to be there, too. So Nice. Yeah. Speaking of the Derby, mm. speaking of events, mm-hmm. Derby Diversity Week has teamed up with Total 360 mm. and filling out slots for all the different events and conversations and uh, panels that they're going to be having uh, over at the Kentucky Center uh, Convention Center mm. uh, during Derby Week. Uh, Tawana Brown? Yep. She wants to make this like uh, South by Southwest eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, people coming to to hear people in Derby Diversity Week. Um, but anyways, I'm speaking. Nice. Keynote speaker uh, at the uh, mm-hmm. 9.30 breakfast, uh, May 3rd. Uh, nice. Topic is when mentors become friends, hit ass. Mm. So, yeah. That's yeah. Please, uh, I guess register 
figured out there's a bunch of different things. I think there's a fashion show. Uh, what what club does she own? Black Jockey Lounge. Black Fourth. Black Jockey Lounge. There's a a sneaker. Um, when do mentors become friends? When you're when I'm trying. I, it's it's a this is the answer. When you're under when you're no longer under their tutelage, right? But also you uh, consult with them as you would a friend in the industry who you trust their mm. uh, their opinion. But you can beat them in a fight. Huh? It's like the teacher, the student no, has not, surpassed what, the Why are you saying a fight? Because you said mentors, the friends. If you're like the karate people, you know, ninjas and stuff, they're the only friends with like their enemy because like they match the skills. Like, like Vegeta and Goku are only friends because like, so you only when you hear mentor, you only think of the martial arts. Version? No, no, no. I'm saying okay, you saying I'm sure there was. You said I'm not only, but that's definitely like the main allegory, or I guess yeah, the main allegory I go metaphor I go with. But it doesn't need to be a metaphor. It's quite literally what it is. Mentors that so you have a mentor in, in your visual yeah, art. Yeah, I got a couple of them. Yeah, I consider them mentors, but they don't consider me mentor, mentee. They consider me competition because I'm trying to beat that ass. You know what I'm saying? But aren't they? Aren't you? Aren't you helping them with projects? Yeah, but it's like they're they're teaching me like the one inch punch the whole time, and eventually I'm going to be too good at the one hand punch to help them with their project, and they know that. And when that time comes, I imagine I'll be more friend than mentee. That's what I'm saying. That's, right. That's, that's no, I agree, yeah. but I'm saying. It's again when the ninja can beat the men, the sensei's ass. Yeah, you know I, mean? I guess in in this industry, it's just like because when you're on the same production team, you're and you're and you have working with somebody who has a bottom line, then you're always pushing the ball forward, mm -hmm. and you're always like you're rolling the the big heavy rock up the hill together, right? But as right. soon as you get another job and your energies are focused elsewhere, you have your own. Rock, rock to right, run up the, right. up the hill, and instead of helping them with theirs, you can consult, mm -hmm. commiserate, whatever the thing. So, mm -hmm. like, I was, I'm using that template to talk about uh, a way to structure how you um, just continue to elevate in your career. Mm. I like it's it. Like, I like it. I'm just, I was just asking uh, questions, and then also like. Um, like suggesting there's a example of, do you have like a mentor? No, of course you have that example. Yeah, plenty. Don't wonder if you have it from the other side around though. Like What's that mean? a mentee that you are now friends with, and yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. That, but that's but that's that's the part of this. Gotta answer the phone. Mm -hmm. From on my side, like I gotta answer a mm -hmm. text message to be accessible to uh, reciprocate that uh, love. But I'm just—I mean, I'm very much in denial of anything that is—I uh, don't know. I'm not where I want to be. There's nothing to celebrate at this point. Mm -hmm. So, but I do appreciate. Like, yeah, I've, yeah, I've been able to. 
explain some things to some people. That's what's nice about Instagram, because you just like meet people in specific ways and then uh, share information and then just kind of keep up on each other's careers and then, you know, eventually link up for stuff whenever applicable. I imagine it's the same. Is it not? Is it similar to your? Mm-hmm. That's what we was talking about earlier when we was like, um, most of the big uh, decisions in your life mm-hmm. happen when you're not in the room. So it's all about like leaving a mark with people. So yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, another thing coming up in the city, we got Southern Fried, the Southeastern Regional Poetry Competition, the largest poetry tournament in the nation coming to louisville june 8th through the 11th and young brands y'all got me so fucked up all right didn't go y'all well. got me messed up y'all thought Sounds that like i was like well. emailing y'all and doing all this stuff for y'all to do that and y'all ain't even did nothing yet y'all y'all y'all, 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 do? y'all try to play do? you trying to pass me off to old girl and the old girl wouldn't keep being out the office baby are you ever in the office why is your email keep responding with out of the office be back in this man y'all playing with me look if y'all said y'all didn't want to want to help y'all say y'all didn't want to sponsor and want support y'all could have just said that for real for real because i'm a thug nigga i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it either way you feel me i'm gonna right. get it either way whether i gotta you know I'm, I've been about this chicken. I was going to ask you what uh, what you were referring to, but I feel like you've painted the picture. Just kill me, but please write me back. Um, other than that, I'm playing. I don't care if they write me back at this point. Like, eat a dick. <laughs> eat a dick. I thought y'all was excited. Y'all played me like a fool or whatever. No, they haven't done that yet, though. That's the thing. I'm, I could be. The next podcast might be like, hey, I take it back what I said. And if that's the correction that needs to happen, then that's the correction that needs to happen. But in this moment, how I feel, get me fucked up. Bye bye. <laughs>